her winning flick to 50s. Enough for Berenger to place a bet and earn the money for his mission, but not enough to give Adira and Mac a decent bonus for their troubles. I'll leave you gentlemen to it, Sinju said, changing back to his smug self. Enjoy the distraction. Adira's movement had slowed. Bardum stomped after her with continued purpose, probably keen to protect his perfect record of first-round kills. He gritted his yellow teeth and threw a left hook. It connected with Adira's shoulder, throwing her back against the cage. Her shoulder cracked against the metal. Mac winced and took another mouthful of gas mulch. Berenger pulled his seat closer to Mac's side. Are you sure you'll know what you're doing? You're underestimating Adira too, eh? Good. More people think like you, the higher the odds. Don't discount her so easily. Bardoom connected again with a backhand swipe, sending Adira skidding across the ground. The howls around the cage increased. A few patrons rushed across to the bookie's desk to squeeze out tiny profits from the big Afranian's shrinking odds. Adira's price flicked to 80s. Sinju, now standing at the bar, folded his forearms across his wide chest and grinned. Mac imagined the arrow signs flashing in the old bastard's eyes as he calculated the epic windfall from this fight. Mac's smart screen flashed. A message from Morgan. The old dog always had a bad way with timing that stretched back to their time together on a destroyer. He had a skill for inconvenience only matched by genital warts. I need you for an immediate and confidential task. The price meets your expectations. Meet me at the Vesta Starport in 48 hours. This mission is a high priority, so I require immediate acknowledgement. It's not possible to provide further details. I'll do that in person. Morgan knew the money would be too much to resist. Whenever the president needed an off-the-books mission completed, Mac had a habit of picking up fines before the offer came. Yesterday, a new one appeared on the Salus system, accusing him of causing building damage on Retsina. He did blow a vault there, in search of a rumored treasure, but it was years ago in a centuries-old derelict temple. Morgan was one of the few people who knew about it, and Mac didn't believe in coincidences. Bardoom thrust his fist against Adira's chest and pinned her against the cage's wall. Members of the crowd bayed for a kill. The luminous green electric timer above both fighters displayed fifty seconds. It was time to execute the final part of the plan. The odds for Adira flicked to 110s, more than they strictly needed. But who doesn't love a little extra? Go now, Max said to Berenger. Put the full amount on Adira. Berenger raised a few inches from his chair and paused. Are you sure? If you say that again, Mac took a deep breath. The older man was way out of his depth and had a look of fear in his eyes. Do you want your artifact or not? The old archaeologist gave a resigned nod and snaked between the tables to the bookie's desk. Adira remained at 110s and would go no higher. Even Sinju wasn't that risky. He'd hedge his odds against a freak outcome. Adira stumbled around the inner edge of the cage, attempting to avoid the bone-crushing blows. Mac acknowledged Morgan's message, confirming his acceptance. They would have to set off immediately after the fight to reach Vesta in time, but it was doable. Berenger's mission dropped a place down the pecking order, but Mac was sure the archaeologist could live with it, considering they had helped to finance his trip. As expected, the odds above the bookie's desk changed after Berenger placed his bet. Adira dropped to 50s because of the hefty sum.
At the bar, Sinju noticed and peered at Mac, his smarmy grin no longer visible. He crashed between the tables and headed straight for the bookie. It was too late, though. The biggest sin in the underworld was going back on a bet. Sinju was probably already coming to the realization that all was not what it appeared to be. At least Mac hoped it wasn't. Blood dripped from Adira's left eye and she looked worse for wear. Mac set his smart screen to record, stood and stretched, giving Adira the signal to strike. She didn't notice at first, too busy avoiding the increasingly frenetic swings as Bardoom went for his customary final-minute finish. Eventually, she glanced up with only 15 seconds left in the round. The big Afranian had her cornered, one fist clutching her throat, pinning her in place. He pulled his free fists back for his signature move, the double strike at the heart. No human or Fidian had ever survived the blow. Adira twisted her body with such ferocity as...